Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to our review of Shazam. Boys, Connor. Shazam! Benny. Shazam. So here we are, guys, for the 87th movie in the DCEU, <laughs> directed by David F. Sandberg, who did uh, the really cool horror film Lights Out in 2016, as well as a favorite of uh, ours here, Annabelle Creation. Uh, we've been covering all the trailers. We've been talking about it. Let's get into the non-spoiler part of the review. How is everyone feeling in the preamble to Shazam? <laughs> Let's go. Who's, who's taking the mantle? I'm going to jump go in on, as ben. the resident uh, Captain Marvel Shazam fan. Um, this guy, this guy, I've been a huge fan of his for, uh, got to be going on a decade now. Ever since I really started getting into comics, um, when I was a young adult, I guess, um, and first read the um, the magnum opus um, Kingdom Come, um, in which uh, Captain Marvel, as he was then known, featured very prominently. Um, just that's gonna, a Justice League, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going to apologize in advance here. I'm going to be alternating between Captain Marvel and Shazam a lot. I just can't help it. It's because how I was for those, raised. Those that do not know or haven't you know watched us before, um, listened to us before. The Ben's original, explained to us many times. Yeah. <laughs> the original name for the Shazam character in the movie is actually Captain Marvel. Um, Shazam is the name of the wizard that he gets his powers from. Captain Marvel is the hero. Yeah, and that was until quite recently, really. He, he kept that name for about 80 years in the comics, so it's a shame they had to change it. Um, but yeah, so um, hearing this movie be announced... Um, would have seemed more ridiculous to me if they hadn't already announced and started working on an Aquaman film, I guess. Um, <laughs> the state that the DCEU was in was pretty damn bad. So um, it was not a not really a time to be optimistic, but it was still really interesting to me that they were doing it, especially going um, head-to-head with um, Marvel's Captain Marvel. Um, yeah, within a month of each other. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're both currently in cinemas, which is so weird. It's like a volcano Dante's Peak, you know? It's <laughs> yeah, like one of those White House down Deep or whatever impact. the fuck that was. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess I, I just kind of kept my my thoughts to myself really until the um, the trailers started coming along. First, um, first up, I guess David F. Sandberg was encouraging as a director who I really liked, though from a very different uh, style of yeah. film from a couple of horror movies that I enjoyed a lot. Um, but then the trailer came along and uh, I'd been a bit uh, iffy on uh, Zachary Levi because, I don't know, I've just got such a specific image of in my head of this character. I'm not usually too precious about these ones, but like I said, I'm a huge fan. What were, just sorry, what was the sort of image you had? So the, the Alex Ross paintings, same okay. as with pretty much all of the Justice League. Alex I mean, this, Ross? Alex Ross, he, he paints lifelike um, versions. He's, he's the, the illustrator for Kingdom Come. Um, if you type in his version of Shazam right now, you'll see it's it's just gorgeous artwork, and it's just it's just he's kind of had a specific. I know this guy. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, you, anyone cool. would recognize yeah. his work. Yeah, gotcha. Um, and the thing about Captain Marvel is, unlike a lot of um kind Very of other superheroes, kind of style. yeah, unlike a lot of superheroes are really defined defined by their costume and stuff. Captain Marvel actually does have a real consistent face to him. He's got really squinty eyes. Okay. He looks like Patrick Warburton from uh, Seinfeld. He's got that Hanna-Barbera look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just kind of a line surprise. Um, so that's a weird thing to, to kind of pick onto. But uh, yeah, it just, you know, most, um, most superheroes like Batman could have the face of anyone really under that mask. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I wasn't too convinced on that. But then watching the trailers, they, they looked certainly funny. Um, not the 
exact direction, not the exact tone of the original comics, but I was certainly willing to um to give it a chance. Um, how about you guys? Less baggage than me, I'm sure. Way Far less baggage. baggage. <laughs> I had never heard of this character before. Um, mm. Basically, before you told me about him, when this was first announced, and I think it was probably first announced. Um, I think actually maybe even before Black Adam, because I remember talking about Black Adam, or sorry, after Black Adam. Um, I think I remember talking about Black Adam on you know some of the first episodes we did back when we were recording it. Yeah, um, yeah. Your your parents' place. Yeah. Um. Uh, so that was the first time I'd ever heard about Shazam. I had no understanding of his powers or really any kind of vested interest in it. So the first indication I got of um, what this movie may be like, apart from the fact that it's going to be a DC movie and therefore probably shit, um, was uh, when the trailer came out. And I um, immediately loved the idea that they were going to go from a character that had a little bit more levity than had previously been seen in the DCEU. A little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, significant amount more. I mean, I, I was getting very tired of the tone of the DC universe. Um, and so this kind of felt like something that just could really bring about a bit of, you know, novelty and change in the, in the, in that. So I was actually very excited from the get go very excited about this. Um, I never really held this out to be a masterpiece or anything like that, but certainly was, uh, I was probably more excited for this than any other DC film that I had previously come up against, come up against scene. It kind of is a battle with them sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, Connor. I didn't have any preconceived ideas about this character. And there was a one shot in the trailer where he goes up the, goes up the um, skate ramp. Is that what you call it? A skate, yeah, skate half pipe. Half pipe? Half pipe That's yeah. it. Um, and he and he so fell red. down. And I don't know that that really stuck with me. And the mid budget aspect to it, the fact that this kid could transform, and we had this dichotomy with this character. I was very very intrigued where they were going to go here, and it almost reminded me a little bit of Kick Ass for some reason. Don't know why. Maybe it's the red costume and the more oh, like a kid urban environment. Um, but I was really, really on board with it. So, um, and, but but I'm, I'm with you, Con. I wasn't expect like my expectations weren't out of whack. Like I was still kind of like it's probably going to be solid. You so know, how did, how did you go in thinking about Mark Strong? Let's be honest. <laughs> should should, I, should we get into the Mark Strong stuff? Should we get? It? Should we just get? <laughs> we we should it? unload our biases before we yeah. before we start talking about <laughs> yeah. this movie. Yeah, George, tell <laughs> us how you feel about Mark Strong. <laughs> um, Mark Strong, man, he's the weakness of this movie. Seriously, he's the fucking weakness. Um, now let's let's start off the review somewhere else. Let's go for more overall impressions or like what was some good stuff that um stood out to everyone. So Zachary Levi, I think, did a really good job. I think is probably my first um, impression. I think that he, him, and the supporting cast of kids, I thought, did a really excellent job in um in this film. I think they're the real kind of champions. Um, yeah, they're the MVPs for sure. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they're, they're, they're the heart of this film and it is retrospectively no surprise coming from David Sandberg after um, Annabelle Creation yeah. which had a, a large cast of, of children in it and they were all really terrific. The same yeah. sort of the orphans mm. in, a, in a foster home. Like mm. there's a it's, lot of parallels yeah. with Annabelle Creation. Always such a risk with child actors. I mean, it, it can just... I mean... Uh, <laughs> George, I don't know when the last time you watched the earlier Harry Potter films, but yeah, I mean, 
those you gotta work on nostalgia there yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, pretty yeah. much because i mean i really like them all now i think daniel radcliffe is amazing i really like rupert grant and i really like emma watson and that he but killed him but that he is some pretty shoddy fucking acting in those first couple of films um but these kids fucking nailed it man. yeah i was really impressed i think that the uh Ironically, I thought the, the 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 more that you got into the supporting cast, the better they were. Like the 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 two kind of main kids that you see in the trailer and all that are good, not great. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I was absolutely blown away by that that supporting cast. They were yeah. they were they were great for me. Those main two men, yeah. um, Asher Angel as a young Billy Batson was was really solid. Um, Jack Dylan Grazer though from It Chapter One. Um, Oh, that's right. He was the he the, was the kid with the um, placebo crazy mum. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I loved him in that. Terminally ill, and uh, I absolutely loved him in this too. That kid. How much of it was your your kind of the baggage you're bringing from it? None at all. Yeah. No, not so. I just I like him. Like he's he's just wins me over every every single time. He was so time. funny. Yeah, he I played think, off I think Zachary he's got a real Levi future on him. Amazingly well, and I think the the heart and the solace of this movie is definitely with the that that cast like. The warmth and like when we got into more of the superhero stuff, I was like, kind of fuck off. Like, I want to go back to these guys. Like, I'm really enjoying the dynamics here. Yeah. Yeah. So, just the main pairing of um, the, him, the kid from it, and both Zachary Levi and Billy Batson. Yeah. Um, just that kind of that kind of buddy thing in this whole movie was uh, I loved every second of that. I feel like if you're a dad, you're going to love this movie. And I feel like if you're a kid, you're going to love this movie. I feel like there's just. But mums will hate it. Mums will hate it. Don't mums. <laughs> are there any mums listening? Just avoid Shazam like the plague. No, but um, I don't know. I I just felt like if you had a child, you know, you could definitely relate to this movie in, in a number of. Yeah. Let's look at this movie in a number so, of different ways. So would ways. you say that? Uh, did you have any kind of? I guess did you like the like the kind of more superhero aspect of this film? What I liked is the way they played with it. And the moments when they deconstructed it and had fun, I really loved that. There's some really funny stuff in here. It was almost we'll a parody. Spoilers, at yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I wanted them to actually do that more. Mm. I feel like that could have been a main ingredient to Shazam because the main ingredient for me for Shazam is the family, the warmth, the, that that element. The the deconstruction of the superhero genre was sprinkled in there nicely. But I wanted it dialed to eleven because when they did it, they did it so well. Yeah. I thought. I think I, you know, I, I like how they did it sparingly. I think that you know, if if you kind of shove it too much in people's face, it becomes overkill. Like they're kind of overusing the gimmick or the kind of main line. Yeah, of for sure. Film. So I think they 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 kind of towed a very precious line there, and I think they they kind of nailed it on the terms of let's let's chuck in some like little kind of wink wink nudge nudge type stuff to the genre of superhero films. Um, yeah, I, I thought that it was a really unique take on that. I mean, you know, the, the idea of someone, the, the, a unique take on an origin story. Particularly, I love that it's an origin story in a in a universe that already has heroes. Mm. You know, it's not it's not your your Batman's where you know he's not like a superpower. He's just kind of this you know vigilante. It's not this kind of Superman where the world is dealing with an alien. Like everyone's like ah super. It's like this guy is just like oh yeah, that's the new celebrity. I love that aspect of it. I love exploring that. Yeah, it, it very firmly had one foot set in just a kind of a functioning superhero world. Yeah. Um, without being, you know, having to bow down to these other movies that have come before. 
Um, Explain it all the way. Yeah, which is great because, you know, most of those movies suck. Um, so I, I thought it did a really good job of being, you know, clearly part of a DC universe, the DC universe maybe, but not really kind of giving away anything that's come before. Pretty you know? clearly part of the DC, DCEU, right? I would completely disagree. I and we can get into so. we can get into specifics later, very much so. But um, I feel like you can look at this from a fair few different angles. Yeah, like like obviously, yes, there is a functioning shared universe going on right now, and this movie is coming out at the same time as that. So it is. Without them saying otherwise, sure, it's part of that. But um, I think they could, in a second, if they wanted to specify, be like, no, this isn't connected to those at all. It's just part of a superhero world. Um, and I, I, think that's a, I think that's a choice. And I think it, it works really well. And it, it, um, it's just really nicely... Uh, it's, never, it's never like overbearing in trying to present the other kind of connections in here. Yes. Yeah, no, I think they did a really good job. And they avoided <clears throat> the trap of leaning too heavily into that shared universe. Mm. I think they, they really... They, they they hit a, a very good spot in that. Like I mean, the connections are tenuous to to the. It's your word of the week. It is <laughs> um, uh, to to the main universe. So they, you know you don't see Aquaman suddenly just rock up and be like, "Hey guys, yeah. I'm Aeon," and then run away. So yeah, I think that was good that they. Yeah, um, there's no there's no Thor the Dark World. You know, Loki just turns into Captain America for a second. Yeah, which is in retrospect kind of a groaner of a of a cameo. Um. Going back to what you said, Connor, this is one of the best, like the sequencing done with the origin story and him discovering his powers. God, I got a kick out of that. Mm. Just really nailed it, man. Like the fun aspects, like you can imagine being a ch- a, this 14-year-old kid and getting these powers. That's exactly how you would be. Totally. You know, he's, I, that's and how he's I like, would be now. He's, he's doing the Rocky song. I, I don't know if that's a spoiler, but yeah. we're shooting the lightning. But like, that is it, man. Like- that's what it would be like. And I felt like it captured that childlike innocence really, really effectively. But yeah. not, e- not even like absolutely, but not even necessarily childlike. Like it's, it's, it's just so telling like how few of these movies actually have these people enjoying the abilities they've got. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. like, it, like great it's very true. Yeah. Like if I, if I were to get that shit super. now, I'd be yeah. doing exactly yeah. what he does in this yeah. movie. It's just fucking great. And it's so great to see the, the joy of super, super heroics on screen. Like just these, these two kids having so much fun with it. It's yeah. so infectious. I I really think that's that sequence that half hour segment is this really probably the strongest component of this movie. Um, so I mean we've avoided it for for as long as I think we should. Um, let's jump into Mark Strong. Yeah, the, so the, the villain aspect, like, I guess the the conflict in this film. Um, so that that's the parts that sort of didn't appeal to me as yeah, much. It felt. Fairly tropey, didn't it? It felt like you you sort of like you could flick Chuck on like a, a comic book movie from the 90s or the 2000s yeah. and that's the kind of villain we would be getting. And I think that, I mean, I think that they kind of play it relatively well in the sense that they do that kind of nod where they acknowledge that that's what it is. I wanted more. I wanted, and that's what I was saying before. I wanted them to lean into it a bit more, and maybe even then they and they do but do I mean, some fun the day, stuff. They 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 nod towards it, but it still is the very typical, you know, villain from the nineties. But I think they could have played with it more, or they could have done something more clever with it, and it just felt very standardized to me. Mm. So I feel like the the villain in this is yes very standard. I feel like they give him enough to be better than average though, and more than functional. 
um, you know, he has a full origin. He has screen time on his own when he's more than just kind of being evil and doing stuff and opposing the hero. Um, and given how much of this focus is on this quite large cast of um, protagonist characters, um, I found that he worked um, more than well enough. Um, the first time watching this film, I've seen it twice now. The first time watching it, it was fairly slow to start. Yes, um, definitely. And and I was a little slightly dejected by that, perhaps. Um, I was too, man. I was like, when is this going to kick in? And then it did. Yeah, and and then there 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 are definitely weaker elements to it, and I think a lot of that is kind of the the villain and the juggling of like so much plot um, in this movie. But um, I had the second time I watched it, I um. Knowing the the highs that the movie reaches, it brought up everything. Okay, um, you know, rising tide and all that, and um, there's there's some really nice parallels in there between um, Mark Strong's Doctor Savannah and 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 Billy Batson in this movie that I think aren't they don't beat you over the head with it, but yep. they're, they're just really solid in terms of a kind of a hero villain relationship. No, I'd agree with you there that that family theme. Yeah. Is, um, is a nice link between them. What I, I wanted to see more from Mark Strong or the villain in this was someone a little more unhinged. For what he's actually doing in this, I think he seemed fairly composed. Yeah. And maybe that's just the Mark Strong. Um, that's a very particular type of, that's kind of your Hannibal Lecter style, like in control, like very kind of calculated evil type thing. Did you think he was like that? I didn't, I still think he had that maniacal edge, but I just wanted it to be, I wanted a bit more, you know, like it felt like a little too safe. Look, like it didn't feel like honestly, it was trying to be too much this way. That, it wasn't too much that way. And in the end, it seemed like pretty average. That to makes me. it sound as though it's really the, um, it's, it's Mark strong that let this down. And I, I really don't think that's the case. I think that he kind of, went with what he was given. I, I, I believe that that's more of a scripting and a plot error. I don't think than so. A- I think he could have, like, in the performance, he could have, like, no. as, as we've said, the, the, the meat and potatoes of this is not in the villain. It's in the, the, the kids. But, I mean, that, that leaves the villain to be very, like, you can only cram so much into a single film. It's not about plot. Really it's about the performance, to- though. And I think, mm, like, they could have I, tweaked I it. Disagree. How, I how, disagree. How, why do you disagree? Uh, can, well, can I, I, I can don't I- think that there was enough done with this villain to, or at least, you know, even if you just kind of take, like, the script alone, I don't know how he could have played that that would have made me go, oh, yeah, that's an interesting villain. Like, yeah, he can act a little bit more unhinged, but that doesn't really give the character more depth. That just gives it a little bit more of a facelift. That that, that doesn't change the substance I, I think of the a character. facelift would have been in order. And and eh. I, I think, like, I just found him painfully sort of average yeah. and i, I, mean, I wanted more that i we're wanted not, more we're not disagreeing on that that he was painfully average we're just disagreeing no, you're just disagreeing for disagreeing why i just yeah. I, I think that well, i think that that has to do with the plot and you think that has to do with the acting yeah i i i agree mostly that because i i think like thematically there's some great stuff there i think the um the just that they give him just the right amount of setup maybe a little too much even but um I'd yeah say I, a little I, too much maybe. yeah i don't i don't think mark strong does bring anything to the role that um I don't think there's any reason that he couldn't either. Um, and I don't think he did a bad job, but yeah, there's certainly nothing in there. Like, cause I, I don't think his, his like story in the movie is, is that drastically different from say, you know, Loki and Thor, which Tom Hiddleston brought so much into. And I, I don't think yeah. that he really, he does bring kind of much to it. He's, he's a very, uh, in some ways he's kind of one dimensional in his villainy. 
which works. But yeah, he's definitely not that engaging. But I, I just, I, yeah, I just don't see that as a big problem with the film at all. I mean, I, I, I do in the sense that it, it just kind of, it made that part of it feel a little flat. Like yeah, like you said, there's a lot of really great highs in that. That just seemed to me to be a little bit of a. Oh, I wish that was a little bit more kind of worked. Well, thinking about it now, I actually kind of love how just stereotypical villain he is because the well, hero can... the hero is so atypical for so many reasons. You know, just being a 14 year old kid in a superhero body, it's it's just kind of a fun contrast. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I think there's just a few little tweaks they could have made to yeah. really amplify that. What mm. I think of when I think of that is, you know, whenever I see kind of um, movies giving a bit of a um, a hat tip to um, genre tropes and anything like that, I always go back to Cabin in the Woods, and I think about the mastery of that film and, and the fact that they used so many tropes, but they like that that movie was still felt fresh and engaging. It was about how they kind of worked around that that made it interesting. And I think that this movie could have done a little bit more of that around the villain. Like, I just think that, yes, I like that he was the kind of stereotypical villain, but I think that there could have been a little bit more behind that to make it, I don't know, I, you know. I know what you mean. I, I think it's they could have lent into it. On. It's, it, it, it. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit intangible at this point. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you guys wanted to discuss in the non-spoiler part of the um, there are, I don't know if these are spoilers, so I, I'll wait for that section, but there are parts of the villainy that I thought were, were like really cool. I mean, we'll get onto that. I thought the design of the overall film was, was, was cool. Um, yeah. Well, let's talk about the fact that this is a, for a cheap. superhero movie, very cheap film. Yeah. Um, apparently no more than 90 million. Um, that, that reads fairly clearly in how, um, kind of scaled down it is in a lot of ways, I think, but there were no points in this movie where I thought they were like struggling for budget. Mm. Oh, there was one. Well, we can talk about that yeah, later, I guess. I but know but I, I know what you mean. They weren't overexerting themselves, I don't think. Mm. I think they stayed within a nice little sort of uh, ballpark to it's not... focusing on character. Yeah. Much more than anything else. And that's... I, I really, really tip my hat to them because I think they they <clears throat> they worked with what they, they had mm. and they did what they needed to do with what they had. How do you guys yeah. like the... Uh, the suit, the Shazam outfit. I loved it, man. Yeah, I did not think I was going to be as um, as okay with it as I was. Like, it just when when you first see it, you're like, that looks, you know, just <laughs> tacky as fuck. Yeah, he looks but like he's in, blown up. Yeah, but mm. in the in the actual film, I I really loved it. I thought it was it kind of felt perfect because, like as you said, it was kind of a, the stereotypical um, hero, and he is definitely not a stereotypical hero in the way that he's played. But he looks it, mm. so it just felt like this kind of perfect dichotomy of like. This this kind of young scrappy kid in this perfect superhero body. Yeah, because we had we had some set leaks like a year ago that 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 showed it, and mm. I guess that was my first indication that they were doing something really right. Because this is one of the most comic book accurate costumes um, yeah. that we've ever seen. Like it's a it's, ballsy move, and I love it. Yeah, it's so spot on, and it is so ridiculous. So I'm I'm so glad they went with it. It worked so well for me. Mm. I really liked his white cape as well. Mm. I, it was sort of that yeah, cream color, like cool. you would expect well, it to be yellow. Yeah, I wish you'd. Uh, well, let's let's leave that for um, spoilers. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. It was very, very well done. Um, yeah. And how about um, Jimon Honsu? Yeah, fucking superhero movie MVP. Yeah, <laughs> Just showing up again and Everywhere, again and again. Yeah. Uh, this is his second DC movie this year. <laughs> What's he, what else is he in? In he was in Aquaman. 
as the Fisherman King for about a scene. <laughs> yeah, about about half a second. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, I I really enjoyed uh, him as the, as the the wizard Shazam or whatever he's yeah. calling him now. Um, it was it was I I just thought he really captured the um the irresponsibility of that character thrusting this power onto a, a child. Like he didn't come across as this like you know benevolent older Gandalfy yeah. kind of guy. He was like take fucking angry. Yeah, He's like yeah, yeah. you you're powerful now. Yeah. This is your problem. Yeah, help me out. <laughs> and uh, that's done. that's a that's a really <laughs> cool. It's a really cool element of the Captain Marvel character is that um. He's in way over his head, and he should not be having to deal with this shit because he's a kid. Yep. Um, yeah, and right. I, I like they tapped into that a bit. Um, I, I just, I, I really want to highlight how uh, much I loved the just the, the the family element of this movie. I think mm. that was the the biggest strength and the biggest takeaway from this thing. The mom and dad were very, very well cast. Yeah, absolutely. So so warm, but also you feel like yeah, they maybe did have a rough childhood, yeah. and they could fuck you up if they wanted to. Yeah. Um, and like. A, just a really nice portrayal of a, a foster family. Yes. Um, where in, in so many movies that that um, this movie, you know, is following on from, like you know, old eighties movies, it could be so stereotypical, like yeah. the evil step parents. Um, it's wonderful to watch a superhero origin where the the uh, kid gets parents, doesn't lose them. <laughs> How lovely. Yeah. Um, um, the the little girl as well. She was so yeah. funny, man. Little Dala. Oh, so my God. Just the one-liners she had, holy fuck. Note perfect, because she was that really rare example of a child actor who is very young, not a, not giving, like, a super convincing performance. Like, she felt like an actor. <clears throat> she like, felt like a child. Reading the lines, yeah. But it worked so well. It was so sweet. Yes. It was yeah. so and it cute. wasn't like they were sort of reading these really profound lines or, like, she didn't you know, have to just do any like real acting. Like it wasn't yeah. like, you know, she had to act terribly scared. Yeah, it's just act like, a, like, act like a kid. Yeah. And that honestly, that was one of my favorite characters in this. So, should we move on to spoilers? Give it or uh, quick last little thoughts, thoughts. How we felt about it? I'll go first. But I said there. so. Get in um, there. I think this is a really like a really fun film. Um, you know, don't go into it expecting a masterpiece because it, it's by no stretch is it a masterpiece. I think that there's some very clear moments where you're like, you know, you'll just kind of ebb and flow type thing, but Overall, really happy that this um, this movie turned out the way it did. Um, yeah, and, and and as far as being a bit of a lighter side of the DCEU, I think it's long overdue. Um, yeah, a very welcome kind of addition. Yeah, I am. Um, I'm. I'm actually like having this conversation with you guys is making me like this even more. Um, I I just really had a kick out of got a kick out of this. I think the mid budgeting. And the way they effectively used the characters worked in this film's favor. They didn't overextend themselves. Zachary Levi's great. The kids are fantastic. The warmth and the heart of this film is really what wins wins it over for me. And yes, I've still got my Mark Strong grudge. <laughs> um, that will never die, Mark. Oh, never. That's a challenge, Mark. <laughs> Mark. That's my Mark <laughs> Strong impression. Mark that was, Strong. That's good. <laughs> um but yeah, you know what? I, I'm actually really looking forward to watching this again. And yeah. uh, I highly recommend it. Me too. I um uh I have not been this ecstatic about a superhero movie or almost any movie since uh I guess in Infinity War. Wow. Um yeah, I've been trying to hold back my praise for yeah. this fucking thing. <laughs> this is just about my favorite movie of the year. I watched it twice the Thursday it came out. I um people are gonna say I'm biased, but I think that works both ways. If this movie 
did not please me as a huge fan of the character. I would hate it more than anyone yeah, else. True. Um, I I just love the hell out of this. It it nailed so many things, um, and it just had so much heart to it that was just so encouraging. And and more than anything, this movie surprised me again and again and again. Um, especially towards the end that we can talk about in spoilers. Um, in ways that so many other of, of these kind of movies just sort of peter out. Um, it just really kept going from strength to strength for me. Um, and yeah, just the the performances sold it so hard. It was just laugh out loud funny uh, throughout. Um, this is easily my favorite DC movie since The Dark Knight, I guess. Um, which you know, whatever. But uh, <laughs> I and I like it a lot more than a lot of MCU films as well. Um, this is not a recommendation. Other people definitely go see it, make up your own mind. This, but this just for me personally, holy fuck, I love this movie. Nice man, that's really cool mm. to hear. So, mm. guys, we're going to move into spoilers now. So, if you haven't seen this, get out of here. There's some there's some really fun stuff in this movie. First thing I want to touch on is the way this opened was quite interesting. In that we're focusing on Mark Strong's character, mm. I thought that was a very interesting way to go. In the moment, I was kind of not loving it. Same, but as as a complete piece and when you see where it goes i think on the second viewing you probably enjoy it more yeah definitely i i thought that that, that was a really cool way to open it up. Okay. i was i was actually more i was really interested by that little aspect of it okay because it introduced um a lot of the mechanics it introduced the 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 kind of adversary you know it, it, i thought it was just a really good way to intro the um, viewer into this world sure. and give some backstory with, with it remaining, you know, kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and it also gave a surprising amount of development to the, um, the, the Shazam character or the, the wizard character. Um, Cause I mean, if you hadn't seen him, you know, fail originally with, with, you know, passing on his powers, then it, it would have seemed out of place for him to be so exasperated later on in the film. And a great example of what I was talking about before in that it, for all intents and purposes in this scene, he's a villain. Like he ruins this he, kid's life. He, and, he, and he's, he <laughs> and wi- how he's many wildly others. irresponsible. Yeah. I mean, in both, desperate. In, in both his original idea of finding the perfect person, which is something that I thought that they didn't really capitalize enough on. Cause I mean, he said like, you know, go find me the perfect human being. And then, you know, that didn't kind of seem to have a, a full tie in, but, um, but yeah, both in his uh, you know search for a perfect human being, and then in his abruptness to find just anyone, yeah. and you're like, no, you're not meant to pick a kid. That's not the right way to do this. Mm. Um, so yeah, I really liked how they opened that up. I thought that was a really clever way to do it. Mm. Um, I think from there on is where I started to kind of find the um, villain character. The development that they did just kind of seemed to like peter out immediately after that. From there on in, he was just fully formed villain at that point. standard bad guy, mm. and did, that felt a bit, you know, iffy. Just quickly in that opening scene, fun fact that his father is played by John Glover, um, Lionel Luther, Lex Luther's father from Smallville. Okay, that's, that's where I connection. recognize him from because Doctor Savannah is the proto Lex Luther character. He came out a few months before Lex Luther in the comics. Oh, he's, really? He's, really, he's very different than in this movie. In the comics, yeah, no he's kidding. just a <laughs> super scientist kind of dickhead. Anyway, um, one of the other things that became apparent right off from the beginning was the introduction of the Seven Sins, um, which I thought was a really cool concept throughout the film. I particularly loved 
the the voice work and then also the design and the execution of them. It was okay. beautiful. I fucking loved it. Really? It was so like yeah. Mignola y to me and it was so hidden by the marketing. I think a big reason I love this yep. movie is the marketing did not show any of this stuff and a lot of the stuff yep. later on. Um, the Seven Deadly Sins are so up my alley. Just I love creature features and yeah, monster yeah. movies, and the fact that there's these these seven. They're all monsters. individually cool, and you could like I just I remember like looking at them and being like, oh, I, I bet that one's sloth and that one. I had yeah. so much fun with that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah like that. The I choke really, one. Yeah, the four arms. Yeah. I really <laughs> enjoyed that aspect of it. I was like, okay, this is this is cool. Um, it gives a little bit more weight. Um, you know, it it in juxtaposition to to mark strong's character it felt a bit you know there was so much potential on that and then mark you know that that villain character seemed a little bit bland particularly in comparison so you're like all right he's just kind of a vehicle via which the seven sins can kind of you know tag along as the villains but yeah look i loved that setup i loved them throughout it and it should have been a losing battle because a dc movie with not one but seven big grey CGI monster villains. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, should be seven times worse than every one of these other ones we've had before. But yeah, I loved them to death. I wish I was with you guys. I, I was can't, I'm one, really surprised you're I not. Was, I, w- I thought they were one redesign of mm. being fantastic. Okay. And I thought they were like, oh, they're trying to do a Del Toro thing. They're trying to do a Mignola thing. They haven't. They're, they're 70% really? of the way there. Before, and then another, another thing, so when they're statues, I really dug them, but mm-hmm. the texturing and the CG, I didn't hate it. Definitely didn't hate it, but I wanted to really love it. And then the smoke and those effects diminished it quite a lot for me. I didn't think they quite nailed that. They're a little weightless. Um, um, but I, 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 I liked the, the approach. I thought they almost nailed it. Mm. Okay. The one thing I did want from them, that I was thinking before they cracked out of the stone was that I wanted them to be individually colored. Oh, that would be cool. Because this movie was so colorful. And yeah. especially later on, there's, oh, there's kind of like yeah. a Power Rangers theme totally. to the good guys that um, I thought would have been really fun. That would have been fun, yeah. But yeah, it was, so I was surprised they didn't really do that. But I, I, still, I really I liked the, the, um, the voice work as well. And I mentioned to you, Ben, that <clears throat> at least one of them sounded like note for note like uh, the original Aladdin, um, the, the, the guy with the diamond it's, in the rough yeah. voice. Mm. I was like... That is eerie how similar it sounds. Yeah. I, I, as I said, I wish I'd loved it, but um, it was, they, 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 they did, they, it was cool how they each had their own personality and it lent into the, the role they played or the, mm. the sin that they represented. Um, another, I, like, I don't mean to just harp on the villain character, but like Mark Strong's character, I did not like the overall costume, like the, the, the uh, oh, spectacles. Terrible. With the blue eye behind it, I was like, "Oh, oh I didn't mind that." It just feels so fucking nineties villain type shit. Like, I didn't hate that. I thought he was very well dressed. <laughs> He's a snappy I just, dresser. Uh, I didn't. I didn't like the the eye effect. I thought that was really rudimentary. I what, what I really did like about it was how ahead of the movie you could get by realizing that once all the the sins were out, his eye was just plain white. Like uh, I yeah. thought that was the, the mechanics of that were really yeah. nicely realized. It, it realized. showed that while he was in the boardroom and it mm. kind of makes you think like, yeah. oh. Mm. And also, yeah. also just um, quickly, the, um, the, the big <laughs> shocking moment, the first up in this film when the, the, the woman dies touching the door. Yeah, what an awesome... I, that I, was, I, I kind of wish that Mark Strong like that? had... Yeah, I wish oh Mark Strong God, had... It's like, of, oh, is this being directed by a horror director by any chance? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was like such an extreme moment for a kid's film. I thought that was fucking awesome. I, I'm, gonna, I'm so surprised. Some kids. I, want, I really want to 
I'm, I'm so sorry. That looked like an effect out of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yeah, it didn't look amazing, but like, I just I, thought the moment was so good it, and so unexpected. I, I, for me, I, it lost in it lost me in execution. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I, I, the, the only thing that I would have wanted out of that, you know, um, apart from, you know, the, the special effects being maybe a touch better, but didn't really bother me. Also, really? Just, just I, was, I'm normally was, the guy. Yeah, I know. I'm I know, normally I know forgiving and here. you guys are the guys like, um, CG sucks. Just quickly, just quickly, that woman is, just fun fact, cameo, that woman is the, the star of all of David S. Sandberg's short films, Lights Out and such. Oh, okay. Um, so, and she's in all of his movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would have loved a little bit more play off that from Mark Strong. He kind of gave a very bland reaction to it and I would have, you know, kind of, I don't know. I, I, I didn't want him to. Holy shit! There's a cat. Hey. Um. I I wasn't you know expecting him to like. Okay. No, you're going. It's been lovely. No. Oh, do not have a baby, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try not to. Um. The. I didn't expect him to go like whoa and his eyes pop out of his head or anything like that. But I just a little bit more kind of comedic timing on his part, which is not typically Mark Strong. Do you know what I would have loved to have seen in that scene is a guy who has spent 40 years or however long it's been, 30 years, hell bent on trying to find this and just like kind of like losing his mind. Like I'm back, I'm back, man. Like this is it. And I felt like he was like, yeah, yeah, Mark Strong, man. Um, I think- uh, you know, I just felt like it was so. I wanted more. I want, and that's where the where, where I was saying in the non-spoiler part. Like, I wanted that maniacal, like this guy on this mission, like his life's mission, um, is to find this this crusade. And I just did not feel that weight or that burden that, that in in his performance. Okay, so there's two um big, big kind of spoiler. The big kind of spoilers of this film for me. Um, that I want to talk about. The first one, I guess, is the um, the so the the whole kind of premise is Billy Batson character is he's searching for his mother. Yeah. Um. He's he's been you know going from foster home to foster home, um, trying to trying running away, trying to find her. Um. And we do eventually get the reveal of what happened to her in this movie, and that blew my socks off. Oh, incredible! I, I thought it was the boldest choice. Yes. Um, yeah. In pretty much any DC EU movie, it was so much darker than I, yep. I i thought they would have gone and it, in a movie this light and fun having that dark edge to yeah. it and not in like you know a gritty edgelord way but like a just emotional realness um was uh like it brought me to tears like he goes he finds his mother and realizes she's just a dropkick who doesn't want him um and the, the most beautiful part in the execution is very early in the film we see a flashback to him at the carnival as a child with her yeah through his eyes we see her being this loving mother who's having a lot of fun with him. And then when we see it later, we see it through the kind of adult lens. Yep. And she's clearly just exasperated. She doesn't want to be there hanging out with this kid at a carnival. And then when she loses him, uh, we see her just kind of walk away and yep. leave him with the cops. And it's it's heartbreaking. And especially as someone getting to an age when you're starting to recontextualize things from your childhood through more adult eyes, it, it, it really, man, it did something for me. Yeah, I, and I thought the... I completely agree. And the dialogue between them... Mm. Um, it was all about what wasn't said. Yeah, and it was, she was just like, "Yeah, I've got to do something." This is a bad time for me, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I got to get back to my real." family. And it was so kind of cut off. Mm. Like Did that feel like a bit of a forced line to you. No, no I thought it was family. not at all because he at that point didn't have one. He didn't even consider mm. them that. Still, so I, it was heartbreaking. I completely agree. I thought that was, and it was a lot of build up to that. Like mm. that's Billy Batson's like main mission in this, essentially. Yeah. Um, other than sort of discovering his superpowers and stuff, and 
I, I thought that was just very, very powerful. Yeah. Mm. I, I really enjoyed that whole, um, that plot line of him trying to find somewhere to belong in this world. And it, and it kind of comes to the, I guess, ultimate fruition in, in what will inevitably then be your second major spoiler of the film, which is, um, that uh, the whole Marvel family is the whole there. Marvel family is there. Yeah, all all of his foster brothers and sisters become big Shazam superheroes like him. Again, not revealed at all. The best Power Rangers movie we've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, this is kick ass, man. I couldn't believe that they went there. Um, well, it, it seems so bizarre that they were, that that's the direction they were going. And I kind of the first thing that I thought, though, if I'm to be honest, it was very nitpicky. Was like, oh, there's now five of these like what is already like Superman level heroes, it kind of felt like, is there anything that they can't do? And my, my immediate thought was your second thought was, wait, no, there's six of them. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Five more. Um, uh, you know, uh, my, it was the implication for the overall universe. Like if there's, you know, fucking six of them, like how is that not just overpowered to the max? Um, what did clarify that a little bit for me was you explaining that and it's not explicitly said in the movie, which is that each of them only has one of the powers of Shazam. Mm. So they sort of inferred that, didn't you feel? I thought it was sort very of, clear. but it wasn't. It was, well, I, I mean, sort of got that. She, she's, she's like, I'm very fast. And he's like, well, look at how strong I am. And yeah. only one of them well, is flying they, around. They, they don't actually say that, like, I can't do this. <laughs> Sorry, we should have spelled it out for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm Here's the bullet points of powers available to me. Yeah, yeah, I, that that really blew my mind. And watching it the second time, the introductory scene to all of those kids um, does a really fun little job of introducing you to the power that each of them will have later in the film. Like Dala's running around, um, just talking all fast and stuff, never slows down. Um, uh, what's his name? Eugene is on the computer, yeah. so he's all he's the techie kid. Um, what's his name? Pedro left his weights on the table, so he, he's you know big bad kid but he's gonna turn into the strong guy um and i i just there's so much in the in this movie that on a, on a second watch um going forward i oh, <laughs> change sorry the, change the levels <laughs> uh yeah and then just actually seeing it all realized and uh seeing what's his name adam brody um oh my god bro that absolutely <laughs> blew me away because the whole time I was watching this movie, I was like, that kid reminds honest to God. I was really? like, that kid reminds me so much of Seth from the OC. Uh, that's so funny. And then he fucking turned up. Such good casting. And it's, I thought it's really going to distract me in um, it chapter two, when his character isn't played by him <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> now yeah, he's Bill Hader, isn't he? Um, I, no, that's the other guy. Bill Hader's the, the main kid, I think. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, oh. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but he's not Adam Brody. But oh man, that honestly, I cannot tell you. Like, no, the cinema was fucking dead silent, filled of all these UNSW students, and I was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> I remember that show. Um, remember the OG. <laughs> I thought it was the the actors did a really good job. Like the adult actors did a really good job of like making it feel as though they were kids in a yeah, adult yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, totally. Particularly the um the young girl. Dala, yeah. Um yeah, I thought that she did a re- like the the adult did a really good job of like making it feel as though like this, you know, 5-year-old or however old is she's meant to be like 6 or 7 yeah. is like tra- like it suddenly has all this big power and is in, you know, an adult body and Completely agree. Yeah, it really felt like that. Yeah, so just one of the biggest points of praise I want to give this film is when we were getting up to this third act, it was it was Shazam and the young kids who hadn't transformed versus Savannah and his, you know, seven deadly sins. And I was just kind of sitting there like enjoying it very much, but like, I wonder how they're going to wrap this up. I wonder how the good guys are going to win. 
because usually it's pretty rote in these movies. It's just a fight and they win. Um, and I was like, man, I hope this does something a bit different, something a bit special. And I thought at just several different points through it, it really did. I, I agree, man. Um, and I was so happy to see that. And again, none of it was spoiled by the marketing. And then, yep. you know, Savannah and, and Shazam have their own fight flying off of the thing. And there's a hilarious bit where he's doing his big villain speech oh. and he just can't hear Oh, him my God. That's yeah. one of my favorite bits from this movie. And yeah. that's what I want to see more of that. You know, mm. like the big villainous speech just undercut by him being a yeah. mile away. Like, Although, hello, you know, hello. Do you know what it reminded me of? And, and the <laughs> joke's been done before um, by uh, Kung Fu Panda 2, I think it was. I don't know if you remember that. Um, I've never seen it. You've never seen it, really. Uh, I reckon you should you should check it out. It's yeah? actually a lot of fun. Okay, um, but there is a, a moment where he, instead of doing a villain speech, he does like the big heroic speech. And he's uh, you know kind of projecting, and then like everyone's just sitting, you know, way back, being like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I know it, it's not like an original joke, but I still love it. It's so good. I just I thought that was spot on, man. Yeah. And and Mark Strong does a really good villain speech, and he was really like sopping it up. He was, you know, doing the really kind of typical like "I will take the yeah. world" and all that kind of stuff. I thought yeah. it was really feast great. upon your yeah. heart. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was like the, the main part where him just being a stereotypical villain yeah. worked so well because they were undercutting it the other way. Yeah, and I, I did like that. Like they made a lot of nods. So like, I mean, we haven't really talked about it too much in detail, but that whole scene of them discovering his powers and him like figuring out what he can do, I thought like. Obviously, that's what you do if you suddenly got superpowers. Like you, you just test shit out. You'd have fun with it, charging people's phones, all that stuff. And I love how like the sudden weight of responsibility affects him. Like he's like, "Oh, this shit is real." Fuck no, no, I don't want to. Like when he's watching the bus about to come down, he's like, "Please, please, please don't make me do this. Like, please don't make me be a hero or anything like that." Oh, I thought they did that really the, well. The dogs there, yeah, yeah. That's so Such good. a good moment. I'm surprised yeah. those people, those people's faces all got crushed. <laughs> they all well, just waltz off the bus like, yeah. fine. Well, he br- like, brings oh. the bloody uh, the the mattress and he's like, eh? <laughs> yeah. no, yeah, that was so good. And I, I've got to say, I've got to give a shout out to the beer scene. Where they go, um, oh yeah, and they're shooting. The two guys are shooting him in the face. Yeah, like that whole sequence yep. really worked for me. Yep, and just part of that whole kind of montage learning powers thing. Something I, something I really love about this movie, um, as an angle they took, is they don't really give him a name. Shazam, but they sort of give him like dozens of names. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. Fingers like, and- like they kind of come into totally. the fact that he is kind of without an identity in the comics at the moment because he can't use the name Captain Marvel and Shazam doesn't really work as a name because he can't say it. Um, so yeah, he just gets a million different names and one of them is Zapped in America, which <laughs> is my favorite thing in the world. Um, also, when they're, they're trying to get the, the lair at the real estate place. Yeah. Oh, my God. That seems amazing. But just also, the cause, he calls himself Max Voltage. <laughs> you can call me Max. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Oh, maximum voltage, right? Maximum voltage, Max. yeah. Yeah, God, so good. Uh, any any other little tidbits? Should we go for the post credit sequences? <laughs> we're done with the main oh, film. God, well, I can't even remember what they were. Uh, so the the first one was uh, Doctor Savannah going it's crazy terrible. in jail. Terrible. Loved it. Um, uh, you got like I have no reference point for that caterpillar is. Does it not get you interested at all? The no. fact that there's a little worm talking to him, <laughs> no. that doesn't blow your mind. <laughs> no. Because for me, this is the shit I love about okay. comic books. This is why I'm a comic book fan. Cause, and the fact that they're bringing in this Silver Age bullshit, like there's just a little worm with a little speaker that's talking <laughs> <Yeah>. to him. Um, <laughs> that so did nothing for me. That's though. Mr. Mind from the comics. You know, he's existed since like the 40s. Um, he's, <laughs> he formed one of the first supervillain teams in comics. He's, it's just so ridiculous that I love that they put it in there. And he's played by um, David S. Sandberg. 
And I thought he was really well um, telegraphed because he appeared in the movie twice before leading up to that. Um, I don't know. I love the hell out of that scene. It makes you that so excited scene, for another movie. I was like, that is one of the worst post credit scenes I've ever seen. Wow. And I just thought because I'm not privy to the info. Yeah. You know? And that blows my mind. You weren't yeah. just like, you weren't interested by that. No. You just don't care. I was like, <laughs> fuck, fuck, strong. Like, what? let's see some more Shazam stuff. I wish a different actor was in this. <laughs> yeah, so you weren't so angry. I know. <laughs> I know me too. I, I can't, um, I can't um, relinquish these, uh, these feelings. Yeah. There, man. And then obviously we got the other fun one, which is the Aquaman little nod. Yeah, just a kind of a deleted scene from the montage. I was kind of expecting something a bit more meaty from the post credit scenes. I well, don't know considering why. they've cast his arch nemesis, I don't know why. years ago. Well, that would be why, right? Like they cast Black Adam years ago. You yeah, kind of expect oh, yeah. a tease oh, towards so, him. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So no. Um. So that day, The Rock put out that social media. Um, like, hey, congrats to Shazam for that opening weekend. Mm. I was convinced that Black Adam was going to be in the post credit scene for mm. some reason. You'd think so, right? Yeah. Mm. But I like the restraint in not keeping in there. They they had the wizard explain him a little bit, you know, saying yeah. thousands of years ago we did gave the ever, power to the champion. Oh, did they? He turned Black evil, Adam. he released. No, they, they, they did a, a champion. And he released oh. the seven deadly sins. Yeah, so that's him. Right, okay. Um, so that, I think that was just kind of enough seeding it. and Fair call. Letting that come about later, yeah. Fair call. Um. Yeah, everyone after that first post credit scene was kind of leaving the cinema. I was like, I love this movie too much. I'm, I'm coming back and watching the whole credits. I'm actually and really pumped to see anything. it again. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Any final wrap-ups, guys? Good no, times? Ultimately, yeah, look, this movie is a good time. It's by far one of the best times I've had it in the DCEU. Is this the best DCEU um, film? I think this has overtaken Aquaman for me. Yeah. I think this is my number one. Yeah. Oh, wait, hang on. We haven't mentioned something. <laughs> Someone, someone turns up at the end of the film. Oh, Supes. Oh, yeah. Superman, yeah. yeah, yeah, su- yeah. Superman from the neck down. So that, that's about the only time where you could say this is definitively the DCEU because it is that suit. No, so I would completely disagree. Yes, it is that suit. Yeah. But I think it's very decidedly not Henry Cavill because he is so nebulously in or out of the universe right now. But that doesn't and mean... And I know so- there were scheduling conflicts and stuff. I know he couldn't do it. But I really think it was a choice to not have that version of Superman man in this film. So that they could do whatever they want, but it's clearly the, the Snyder suit. suit. Yeah, hundred percent. It's definitely yeah. the Snyder suit. There's also the fact that, like, I mean, if we're going to talk about the connections to the overall universe, that was definitely the batter, batarang from. And this is from just, this is DCEU, just design like, stuff. We didn't see any actual characters from the universe. Yeah, like, like at what point do you just kind of go like, well, yeah, it is. Like, I mean, they can always retcon it to not be exactly. But, yeah, but that's the, what I'm saying. There's, there's nothing definitive in there. In, in, Leaves it open. Yeah. Exactly, well, which is, I think is what they want to do with all these movies right now because it's so in flux. They don't want to know? put themselves in a corner. They definitely don't want anything to be connected or compared but in any way to Justice League. The way I looked at it, I was like, that's definitively the Ben Affleck stumpy Batman look. Yep. And definitively mm. the Zack Snyder yeah. So, I mean, like, at the, at, for, the Cavill for all intents and purposes, if you were a betting per- like man, like this would be in the DCEU. There's nothing to say that it isn't. They have left the avenue for if they want to retcon out of it. That's what I'm yeah. saying, though. It's just yeah. open. But, yeah. but it, it, it's just a smart move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna, no, no, I'm not going to. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> You're like, I just need to go home. No, we I just need, need to, to be bed. more nitpicky yeah. about it. <laughs> I need to go to bed. All right, guys. That was fun. Go see Shazam and let us Do know it. what you thought. So we love talking to you guys. Let us know what you thought of the movie in the comments. Did, were we right? Were we wrong? Are we a bunch of idiots? That's yes. That's I mean, a that's yes. a yes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't remind us of that. Yeah. Anyway, we'll be back next week. It's going to be gravy. The football's gone off. See ya. Hey. hey.